0: Well, hello and welcome to Desert Spring United Methodist Church podcast, The Wednesday Word. We're coming at you from Las Vegas, Nevada. My name is Julie Hart. I'm the director of Connectional Ministries here, and I'm very excited about a first-time guest that we have with us, but someone who's been here longer than I have, much longer. We have Casey Andrews in the studio. Hello, Casey. Hello, Julie. How are you? I am
1: so I'm excited to be here right now. Yeah. I'm and nervous. I'm nervous, but I'm I'm excited. Do
0: not oh. be nervous. Do not be nervous. Everyone listening loves you as you know, which is why I, oh, I this is what happened. I saw your face up in the choir on Sunday morning I'm like, uh-huh. Yeah, that's that's we got to have Casey. Oh, so we got to hear Casey's story. So um you know, your history here at the church starts before I arrive on the scene, um but I I've, I've known your parents for a long time and known you um but uh how, let's start with your, um, how, how old were you when you were first a part of the church here?
1: Oh, my goodness. A, a baby. Baby. So I'm 27. Uh, we moved, They. my parents moved here in 95. Yeah. And uh, we've been going to this church since 95. Yeah. I was baptized uh, at Palo Verde by when, Dan Morley. Oh, my goodness. Um, was here for Tom Maddock. Yep. I, I, I shouldn't have started all the list because I think, wait, right after Tom's date right yeah okay so I've been yeah I, you're good
0: yeah. you got it
1: yeah been here for all the um yeah for through it all started in Sun City Palo Verde here I mean I literally was driving up and going there used to be a cul-de-sac here with huh. a huge the cross is still here but yeah the cross and uh palm trees and now there's the whole new new section yeah. to Desert Spring and
0: yeah you have seen you have seen a lot of growth here and you've and you grew up as the church grew. So that's really really awesome. And for those anybody listening that d- there's nobody listening probably that doesn't know Bob and Brandy, but um your parents have also been very very involved in the church and so they're just staples here and and they still are. Um your dad sings in the choir and um your mom does what we like to refer to as the the other Easter miracle every easter she 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 does the dance she she gets a crew of kids together that they're really not dancers by trade or by anything Mm -hmm. you know just and puts that on for the service which is really always a very special part what's Um,
1: wonderful is that service is so early so hopefully the congregation is asleep during the no they are wide
0: awake and they are watching and they are loving it it's
1: my favorite we used to do it as as kids all the time yeah it's just amazing yeah
0: you know, you grew up in the church. You don't. You've never known anything different. So, mm-hmm. your life here at Desert Springs. So I'm I'm excited to kind of, to kind of dig into that a little bit and how that may have shaped your life, uh, being a part of the church here and and you know where your parents were a big part of part of the church. So, um, so your earliest memory here at the church.
1: My earliest memory. Wow, I, I got to you know. I so I'm a performer, uh, and we. I think it would be singing with the choir with Jamie and uh, I think it was Doug at the time and Voltaire for as long as I know and uh, we were doing it was third grade we were doing Fiddler on the Roof oh and we were,
0: I just was talking, talking to someone about, the... about this yesterday Fiddler on the Roof I didn't see it I wasn't here
1: we, cool. we played Fiddler on the Roof and Katie yeah. McElhaney was Golda and I was uh, I was her husband Tevya so I played Tevia, who's normally you know, a 50 to 60-year-old man, but I was in third grade singing If I Were a Rich Man.
0: So sad I missed that.
1: We have video of it. Oh, I shouldn't have told that. Oh, but we do have video of it. Oh, where and does
0: that exist?
1: There's like a recording, and uh, they started it too early. And you could hear Jamie in the back, and he goes, whoop, sorry. And I kind of look up at him, and I roll my eyes, and I'm like, Dude, I'm a professional.
0: Do not. Yeah, Don't I- mess with me right now. <laughs> I,
1: I have five daughters. I've got a wife. Who, who, so there was so much. <laughs> you
0: were into it. So that's interesting. I know I can't wait to talk more about, I wonder if that influence in how much of an influence that, that became mm-hmm. for where, where you've gone. And you're not the only one that, that pursued a career in the arts, uh, who you've, started out here.
1: Yeah. You've got Taylor, C, your son. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's quite a few people that we started with Jamie and, yeah and singing. And we, we I remember fifth grade, we did Annie junior and oh. I played daddy warbucks oh my God! so gosh. here I am adopting Annie and, and she's practically my age and that's great it was a lot of fun what
0: a great great experience oh yeah it was Patty Blomstrom I was talking yesterday just about that so um okay so your first memories are are being a part of the singing and the performance mm-hmm. in here and it is a church that does really love the arts and so it, it the sanctuary, was really built uh, to be able to have performances that was in mind. Um, so they really put emphasis on on the arts appreciation mm-hmm. here. So it's cool that that uh, became a part of um, you. So you also, uh, your parents are very involved in the camp ministry. Your mom was a camp dean for many years mm-hmm. with uh, one of the other Julies here, Julie Doyle. So you pretty much, what was your first memory at camp? The, that was back in the day when you just got to pack along, right? You got to come along before you were even a camper.
1: Yeah, I, I yeah. we, we were going since we were young. It was Julie Doyle and my mom that would dean. Um, and then we started getting older, and I started hearing about this other camp, and it was this other Julie, and they got the other Julie, the other Julie. And I was like, Who is this? There's other no Julie? other Julie. <laughs> and what camp is she doing? That's so much fun. Yeah. And I guess your camps. I was like, Should I be a counselor for the for Julie? Julie Hart's camp, and I was like, "No, no, I will never, no." But I hear they were amazing. But I always had to as a oh, so I started as a camper, and then I moved on to be a counselor. Yeah. But I always was had you in the back of my head going, "Okay, Julie wrote that song. Well, guess what we're gonna do?"
0: (laughs) That's so awesome to hear. So
1: we, uh, I, I remember we our camp skits so yeah the theater was live and well at camp potency too yeah
0: yeah um amazing and you had amazing yeah they were great that's and that's actually when i first came to desert spring um 10 years ago or whatever that was um I the people I knew when I walked in, I'm like, well, I, I know camp people. They're like, mm-hmm. I I know like there are good people here because I know them from camp. So that was that was a big plus for me.
1: When um, you walked in, I went, oh, the other Julie. That's the other Julie, and then I met your sons, and I went, oh wait, there's nothing to be scared of. <laughs> that's she's so fun. Funny.
0: That's so funny, and that's so I didn't get to do camps with the other Julie because we were, you know, we'd split up the mm-hmm. the dean duties. I retired, but then somehow I got out of retirement. I don't know what happened there with the deaning, but um, time for the next generation.
1: Yes, yes, I, I hear. I, but, I don't know if I will ever dean the camps, but I, I do love to go up and, and still teach um, yeah. or do something. I remember Phyllis Murray was doing a camp. I, I think it was just a camp for it was like everything you can it was like arts I don't know what it was but it was just arts and I came up and I taught a clowning class oh yeah
0: and how to fall and how to fall
1: well she wants me to go a little more deep into the falling um but we had a lot of fun and uh it, it was uh yeah it was a joy I got all the kids little clown noses and yeah
0: I remember the pictures, and I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah? Well, you watch out next year. No, just kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you watch out, Julie.
0: Um, you know, it's it's so great because camp, I've been a part of camp, uh, you know, yeah, since 95, uh, long time, too. Mm-hmm. And um, I think what's awesome about camp is I've watched a lot of the kids grow up. And, and as, as kids do, they grow up, and they go to camp, and, and they grow up doing the church thing because, you know, the, their parents make them. And there is a season often where young adults, you know, kind of, you know, don't go to church as much or they have that season. But what I have found is a lot of those kids still they still keep going back to camp, Mm. even if they're not, you know, doing the church thing right then that that that's still a place um, where they connect back. So um, that's really, really cool. And you've seen a lot of change at the camp. So you were there. Do you do remember that the cabins used to not have electricity?
1: Yes, yes. I I believe I was there around that time. Yeah.
0: Okay, so did you think that there should be or should not be electricity in the cabins? It was a big controversial thing.
1: You've got to charge your phones. Okay, see, this
0: is why I was totally against it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but lots of change in the camp. Yeah, lots lots of change. change. The retreat center came and a lot, but um, it's just an extended part of Desert Spring. Desert Spring is a big big, you know, they're big supporters of the camp and we have a great um, a lot of our kids that go to camp and still staff and um so it's it's a big part of our culture here. So it's cool. That's a, a really a big part because of your mom. You know,
1: Oh, I wouldn't give her that much. I credit. would. No, I yeah, totally she, do. She she's big on talking about camp and even now we're around the dinner table and she'll be like, "Well, didn't you all love camp?" and we're like, would have loved a pool, and she's like, "Yeah, but mm-hmm. they did bring a fire truck up and mm-hmm. spray you with water." I was <laughs> like, sure. "You're right. It's it's 99 degrees outside, and we're getting sprayed with water." It was, oh, you're that being was, kind. 99. That was... <laughs> um,
0: what it, the thing about Potosi is again? I grew up in Utah, so when I first went to Potosi and people talked to, it, I was a little bit kind of like, "Well, where does the lake, and mm. where are the?" But because it doesn't have all of that stuff, it requires creativity. Oh, yeah. And that's why, like, we have phenomenally creative people that put that camp on um, because you have to, because mm-hmm. you can't send the kids to the pool and they can't go kayaking and horseback riding. So it, it it does require more creativity. So I think that that's cool that that was a part of you. Now, what about – go ahead.
1: Well, as, as a counselor, it was one of my favorite things for the skits. And you had to you had to think on your toes. You had to be funny. You had to make the kids laugh. And, yeah. you know, your audience is – first grade to fifth grade so it's yeah. a tough audience they
0: are a tough audience
1: and i i remember guys i have the best idea and we recreated the bellagio fountains have you heard about this one i
0: have heard about this
1: well now it's on america's got talent and these guys are called like the fountain guys i'm like okay i did it first i promise i did it first you did but we, it we first. poked holes in the top of water bottles yeah. and we we sprayed I... them like and I think we we ended up Julie yeah. Doyle got it to perform it at like a church conference and oh my we were gosh, like it was to cool, time to right? say goodbye and it was it was really <laughs> that fun is awesome. but
0: Camp Vegas style and yeah and that is cool I, I we can bring people up uh, you know years ago they had the pirate show and when they changed the show we got all the pirate costumes from that from the Treasure Island. Do you know I, that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I
1: was so jealous. Phyllis was like, "Yeah, we got these, but we didn't do pirate camp. I think it was you that did pirate Bam. camp." And I was like, "The other mm-hmm. Julie did it." Yeah, what did we do? We did the <laughs> Wizard of Oz camp that year. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah,
0: um, yeah, such great memories. I'm so glad that that was a part of your experience. And um, obviously, you grew up doing Sunday school and all that. Your mom was probably running a lot of that at the time. But what about youth group?
1: Youth group, mom was also really involved in because she was kind of in between all the other youth leaders and uh, Mm -hmm. we always had so much fun I mean I I remember my first I mean I I don't know I just had so we we had lock-ins and or lockdown what do they call them lock-ins (laughs) lock-ins lock-ins not lockdowns are bad lock-ins are good just I'm trying to think about I mean I was I was in high school I was in middle school at the time I think when you started, and I was yeah. kind of a brat at middle school like most people are As
0: most yeah mm-hmm. but
1: I was bullied so much in school
0: Oh I didn't know that for
1: being a dancer I oh. I really was bullied hard okay. and the my only escape from that was my dance classes my friends mm-hmm. and youth group mm. no one judged me at youth group Oh and that was I mean we were a Youth Group is a couple of misfits toys. It I've really said that. is. Mm-hmm. It really is the mm-hmm. you gotta be a fly on the wall and just see some some but they're funny, they're kind, they're welcoming, and mm-hmm. that's where I felt like I could make jokes. I showed up to youth group once in rollerblades and um, and jackets with Allison Dunkerley. and we're singing We Are Family on the top of our lungs and mm-hmm. cars are honking at us and guess what? I didn't care. Because mm-hmm. I was safe, yeah. I was in my youth group, and that was That's that was so special to me.
0: That is what it's supposed to be. And I used to, I always said when I did youth ministries, like it's a place to let your freak flag mm-hmm. fly. Because you know what, we're all just freaky. Let's we come in, just be silly and be yourself. And and I I love that that was a part of it. And your mom was, um, the youth director in between youth directors. She was the you know kind of assist. You know she'd assist. She would and assist help, and help. She'd assist, but then she'd also she... fill in the gaps several yeah. times. And one time, um, for many times after Pastor David came here, in between youth directors, he would call me, oh, you know, we're looking for a youth director. And I had done youth ministries, as you know, like many, you know, 20, you know, back in the late 90s and early 2000s. And, you know, every time I'm like, oh, no, I got my county job, got my desk, got my phone, I'm good. Um, but the last time when he called, it was like a sudden switch and, and your mom would fill in between every time. And so she was, because it was your mom that was helping out, I was like, well, I'll go help Miss Brandy, but I'm not staying. I'm just going to come and you know, help out.
1: But you saw how fun it was and. Oh yeah. uh, Yeah. That was it. It really is a. It was a joy.
0: It, yeah, it was. Well, and it was funny because when Dave, Pastor David had asked her to, to help out and I was still like on the fence about things. And I said to your dad, I'm like, man, I can't believe she's doing this again. Like, what do you think about? What do you think about her doing this youth again? And he was like, when the pastor asks you to do something, you do it convicted i'm like they use that a lot (laughs) do they that
1: no no mine is pay it forward pay Pay it forward forward, you know go sing in the choir you you know pay
0: it forward pay it forward yeah good people that's the andrew's way so but um, also when
1: you're given a gift like that yes you want to like like singing like you know miss miss congeniality right here you know (laughs) right is that what you call it miss congeniality
0: Congeniality, yeah
1: you know know. very people person yeah yeah. It, we all have these gifts, and mm-hmm. it is great to not only pay it forward, but also use those gifts that you were given. And mm-hmm. and that's what I feel like some most times. And that's with been singing. the
0: example for your family. That is how mm-hmm. you all were raised, and that's that's how you guys still live. And so it's it's a real testament. But yeah, when your dad said that, it it was okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So then uh, you get into high school. And um, actually, and you were already out of youth group by the time I came to, to um, do the youth ministry here. Um, you were kind of already not, you know, doing your thing. But um, in high school, um, no, I do have a couple of cute pictures of you. But for the most part, you were doing your acting and everything. Mm-hmm. So um, this is where our stories intersect again, because you um, went to Las Vegas Academy. And you are, what year did you graduate? I Was graduated it year before?
1: a year before Vinny. Louis, Louis slash
0: Vinny, whatever we know. Uh, My son. T-
1: 2014. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
0: So um, tell us about you getting into, so for those of you that do not know, um, Las Vegas Academy, it is a public school um but it's a magnet school it's a school of the arts and it's it's like half lottery and half talent you get in on talent there's a little lottery piece but for the most part it's a talent piece that gets you in the door and um so you wanted to go to that high school why how did you hear about it what led you down that track
1: it was it is the performing arts high school of las vegas and um I've always loved performing. I've been dancing since I was two. You know, Mm -hmm. my grandma, mom, great-grandma were all dance teachers. Um, So they put my sister into dance, but I was like, put put me in, put me (laughs) in, coach. (laughs) So I started dancing at a young age. I um, performed all throughout the church. So I was like, the only, you know, the only option would be go to LVA. It was either become a performer at LVA through the acting, as an acting major, Mm -hmm. go to Northwest Tech as a culinary Mm-hmm. Um, and I, or one other was broadcasting, which I clearly, I'm so glad I didn't go You'd there. You have
0: been rocking that.
1: But right? I also, I can't stand cooking with fire and knives. They scare me. So it would, mm-hmm. would fail those classes. Yeah, that
0: would have been a roadblock so to success. So
1: w- we go on audition. It's a very long, well, it was a long audition process then. And mm-hmm. I, I got the letter that I, I was, I was, um, I was not qualified.
0: I know. Uh, this story kills me every time.
1: I was like, not qualified. Yeah. Are you, Are you kidding, kidding me? me right now? I, that had to hurt. I tap danced and I did ballet in my, like I showed, like I, I did a lot of crazy yeah. things in my audition. that
0: You were trifecta. I, you were more than trifecta. I was yeah. so
1: confused. And I, I woke up that morning and my mom comes in and she was heartbroken too. Ugh. And I was like, not qualified. That makes no sense. But mom, it's okay. This is how it's going to be. I'm going to become culinary chef i'm gonna be a chef mom and i went to the Leeds discover museum that day and and uh Ugh. to pick me up to pick up my spirits and it was Cause... a it was a tough day but we called someone in the magnet office no no my we had a friend talk to one of the directors and say hey did you know casey andrews didn't get in i think it was actually allison dunkerly she okay. went here um she went to lva for, she was a, a french major okay and they were like, Casey Andrews didn't get in. You know, it, I know I'm not a crazy mom, but is there a problem? And the teacher was like, oh, my, are you kidding me? Uh, there must be a problem. He called the magnet office, and they just didn't have uh they, they showed it. My audition was a no-show. So, clerical So error. they just said, it, you know, he's not qualified because he didn't show up.
0: Oh, my gosh. That kills me because, of course, they would have remembered your performance. And, yeah, but the person processing the paper – they weren't there for exactly. the performance. So, but, but yeah, your mom wasn't taking that.
1: No, no, none of us. Well, mom wasn't. I was fine with it. I was fine to become a chef. No. So thank goodness that, you know, I, I couldn't imagine life without LVA. Because um, my four years there were, were incredible. Uh, mm-hmm. The people I've met, the performances, the, yeah, just a great, life at LVA. Mm-hmm. But.
0: And you really did shine there. So you, so this is where we intersect, because then my oldest son, Louis, auditioned in music, because mm-hmm. he's a violin. So he went and uh, got in on violin um, in the orchestra program. I think it was his second year that... Was it his... His, his second year,
1: he did Oklahoma. Okay, so yeah. that was
0: his first... And he came home and said he was auditioning for the musical. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but you're not in the theater program. And you know he's like well I want to audition and that's the way the school works and so I was by then I would go to all the parent meetings and that was a big deal because they were like a non-theater kid just got uh, Mm -hmm. in the
1: the lead role yeah
0: in uh, with you in Oklahoma and so that's the first time I got to see you two um yeah performing you you were so amazing talk about that
1: so Vinny played Judd the um the villain, the, mm-hmm. the anti-hero, or what do you call that? The antagonist yeah. of yeah. the story. And I played Will Parker. We really had one scene together. Mm-hmm. I ran on from stage left. I said, hey, have you seen Ato Annie? And he goes, he, I don't even think he said a line to me. I think he was like, just go away. And I was like, <laughs> all righty then. And then I exit stage right. But that was the only scene we have mm-hmm. together. But I, I remember... Um, he has he has this confidence about him that when he walked in the room, I was like, oh, my gosh, it's a sophomore. He's going to be in the musical. Don't worry. I'll, I'll take care of you. I'll take care. You know, you're, yeah, you're, yeah. you're going to need some help from a theater it's major. Sweet. And he was like, no, I've got this. I'm fine. I'm so fine. Do you know who my mom is? I'm like, yeah, she's the other Julie. Are you kidding me? <laughs>
0: There's that stupid other Julie again.
1: <laughs> no, but I really was like, I get it now. I get why. And we talked about Potosi, too. I remember mm-hmm. having a conversation once with him, and he's like, you know when i'm when i'm down he goes i, I go to Potosi. and i said yeah. you know when i'm down i you know you find your sanctuary and, and i go to the theater and it's a calming yeah. place and Potosi also brings that yeah. out of you too but yeah and so uh yeah we had we had good times but he really he really showed he showed up for his sophomore <laughs> year in the musical that year
0: i know he wasn't afraid of it uh but he shared something with me that backstage you kind of like what's your pre-show little
1: we would get in a circle, and we would we would always we would always um, thank someone's mom that was in the audience. Is that oh, what he told you?
0: That's cute. So
1: it was always someone's mom because the guys would get together in their dressing yeah. room, and the and the girls would get in theirs, and and we would always send up a, "Hey, my mom's in the audience. Can we can we do this one for my mom?" And
0: okay, and did you pray?
1: We prayed. Some people did. Some people oh, don't. Even oh. now, like um, I just finished a tour Paddington and. I, it was our last show, and I said, guys, come on, let's get in a circle. And, and you know, And someone was like, oh, and do a kumbaya. And I'm like, no, we're gonna, I want to pray. And they were like, oh, oh that's so cool. to the magical man in the sky with spaghetti arms. And I was like, okay, you know, you're going to find people in your life like Vinny that want to pray with you mm-hmm. and want to mm-hmm. thank God for our amazing talents mm-hmm. and, you know, thank god for the audience that's about to watch us and mm-hmm. to protect us and vinny was very good about always being the one that wanted to pray um i'm not very good about it i mean i'm not good at praying out loud i can do it in my bed alone but yeah but then you find people that are not like that and that do not want to pray and even when you say like hey i'm i'm praying for you they they kind of get
0: weird mm-hmm. about
1: it so mm-hmm. i i started saying uh, sending you good vibes, and mm-hmm. you, you know there's there's so many ways that I can still pray for you exactly, exactly. there 's no spaghetti man and i mean I don't spaghetti know. man that's yeah. a new one yeah that well, was just two, that was just two weeks ago too, and I rolled my eyes and mean. i said, you know what i 'm praying on my own so that's i it. I went over and i you know i'm 'm so thankful for this opportunity and mm-hmm. all the lives that we 've touched i mean mm-hmm. i a, a million kids okay, that's an exaggeration. I, but yeah, like, I can't wait to hear yeah. about
0: this. Yeah, it, really, it is not too far of an exaggeration. Yeah, and I think it's awesome that you said, you know, praying God and thanking God for the talents because, y- you know, you are extremely talented, extremely talented, and um, it would be easy not to thank God for that and mm-hmm. just, you know, obviously you have put your sweat and tears into into your talent. I mean, you did, you haven't taken it for granted, but but that you recognize that it, that it is a gift
1: yeah. from God.
0: So, yeah. I,
1: I, I hope this isn't sidetracking. No, but, we sidetrack um, a lot. I, I recently was talking to someone. I have, I have a lot of anxiety now when I perform, which I never had in high school or middle school ever. I never mm-hmm. had stage fright. And I get this anxiety until I get on stage and I'm fine. And I mm-hmm. talked to someone about it and I said, I just don't know how to separate the anxiety from the performance. And she goes, Well, you're religious, right? I said, Yeah, I am. She goes, think about it like a guitar. And you are strumming the guitar and up above is God and He's He's creating the chords for you. You are just an instrument for mm-hmm. this art. And so before I go on stage, sometimes I think about that. I still have these little moments where I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't but mm-hmm. I, I just go, No. Even if I am, you know, in the show for ten minutes, or you know, my last mm-hmm. role I was a screaming old woman. Even if I'm just screaming, old woman number one, I I would still do this for the glory of God, and mm-hmm. and He will be up there doing the chords because He has me. That's such and, a great visual. So I kind of want to get that tattooed right here. But I love we'll that
0: so much, and and you know, I think also like you said, even if you're the now the screaming old woman, I now I just see what this is all about, but. Um, the Screaming Old Woman, it it is part of what, you know, growing up in the church, the body of Christ and learning, like, you know, we're all a part of that. So whatever piece you have, you know, big or small or whatever, that this is an important yeah. part of it. And so it's yeah. the
1: ensemble. It's still part of the story. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, and at LVA, you, let's face it, you are the big fish, you know, and it was it wasn't a little pond. It was it was a you know, you are the big fish.
1: You I, know, I had, in the big pond. I had great roles at LVA. You Some, had
0: phenomenal roles.
1: I know. I, I, think, I think I peaked. I peaked in high school. Oh, I don't but, think so. But, no, yeah. college was great, too. Uh, and then, you know, after you have all these roles and you're performing so much, I kind of want to take go to LVA or go to these younger students and say, it is such a blessing for you to have these opportunities and to dance for free and to take mm-hmm. voice lessons for free. Use those because, mm-hmm. you know, when you move to New York, I mean, there's some days, there's some months you might not even get an audition and it's, it can be brutal. And so be thankful for this Mm -hmm. time that you get to be in front of an audience or even not in front of an audience in a classroom. And
0: And that was one of my questions I wanted to ask you is like, what wisdom now, you know, would you pass down? So you answered that. Yeah, I would, I would
1: definitely say Mm -hmm. don't, I was a, I was a little, I would, I don't think I was arrogant, but, um. I was, I was, I had a little bit of an ego in high school, and um, well, you were
0: so good, so m-
1: yeah. But well, well, thank you, Julie. But Seriously. my friends would squash me and say, "Hey, you're getting a big head. You got to stop." And I was like, "You know what? I am." Um, and it, it wasn't, it wasn't until probably after college or even in college that you realize okay, this, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And I am going to make a paycheck from this. Um, And there are a million other people out there that are doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. So it, Mm -hmm. uh, it's very humbling. And so I think I would tell people, remember, you know, be humble. Remember where you came from and just, uh, yeah.
0: That's good advice. And have some grace. Good advice. Your mom and I got to be chaperones on the, um, your thespian uh, trip to Nebraska when you did *My um, Son*, Men, mm-hmm. which was it was amazing. And, and I heard many people talking about, you know, that was an incredible performance. Um, even though you did, in fact, you know, shoot my son.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, not, yes, in yeah. the show. So, <laughs> oh, hey, God, for all the listeners. Uh, so v- this is now Vinny's, Louis' junior year. My and, son. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Julie's son's junior year. And my senior year, we did *Of Mice and Men*. And if you know the story of *Of Mice and Men*, uh, I played George, and George and and Julie's son played.
0: Oh my God, Lenny, 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 <laughs> yeah.
1: And uh, George shoots Lenny at the very end. I hope I didn't ruin the book for anyone. I'm pretty
0: uh, sure everyone by now has yeah.
1: Has, yeah, John Steinbeck. But um, I remember in rehearsal after the first time I did it, I broke down in tears and I just. On stage, on stage, I was breaking down in tears, and mm-hmm. the the director came up to me and he goes, "That was wonderful. Don't ever cry on stage again." And I was like, "Oh, okay, okay." Really? So I never cried, but they kept telling me that you know. So this was before the the prop gun was uh, involved. Uh, when the prop gun became involved, it was here I am acting, but they said the main thing you have to remember. Don't shoot too close to his hair because it's so. It's he had grease in his hair oh, all because grease. he was Lenny, and um, they said don't shoot so close to his hair. We're worried that uh, it'll catch on fire. So here I am going, and, and I remember. Oh my gosh! Uh, Vinny also had um, blood pouches that he had to. Yeah, like, that's right. That he had to punch and and. Um,
0: oh gosh.
1: It was a. It was a. I mean, it was for high school production. It was. It, it was really wonderful, but. I um that was heavy it it was heavy it was wild to you know to kill your friend on stage yeah. eight it, shows or yeah. more than that um but yeah watch out for watch out for the hair oh that's because he also he also I think before he that his hair, hair was down to his butt
0: yeah he had to cut and it he had to cut it that. and yeah. he was
1: he was I think he was he was pretty uh broken up about that a little. he was bit. cutting his hair it was yeah. like a
0: yeah big deal for him but yeah well i walked down rehearsal when you shot him and it did take my breath away oh no. and yeah it was
1: uh it took his um,
0: too yeah um but watching you on stage there and just uh knowing just seeing that kind of talent and um just wondering where where it would go mm-hmm. just all of these years has been such an incredible thing but um you know, thinking, We may never see him again. He could go off, but I love that you keep coming back and you keep coming home and when you're here you sing in the choir. When you're in between, you know, you keep coming home. So I, what's it like?
1: I worry that some people are like, Oh my goodness, no. here's Casey. <laughs> Casey's back singing in the choir.
0: No no, no no, I
1: uh as an actor, you know, after graduating college, I moved to New York. I was there for four years. Yeah. Um I performed in, you know, lots of little tours. Not little tours uh you know two children tours and um and one adult puppet show and uh but at between those shows I would be in New York or I'd be home and especially you know with COVID too but an actor's life is so it's so uncertain um there's no security at all I was just you know I was looking through this old journal that I wrote two years ago and um I, I was in New York and I was eating sushi. That's what the journal said. I'm, I'm having sushi. And I said, God, I don't know where I'm supposed to be in life. Mm -hmm. What should I do? And everyone says, pray about it, pray about it. Well, did you pray about it? Well, did you pray about it? Pray about it, pray. And I'm like, oh my gosh, pray about what? Mm -hmm. Pray about what? I don't know where I want to be in life. You know, Mm -hmm. please, you know, help me. But of course, it's God's plan, God's timing. And that's what, how it ended. That was the whole journal.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay, And,
1: um, a month later, I I got Paddington, and I pa- I was with Paddington for a whole year. But it just is. It, I come back yeah. to that feeling of, well, what's next? Pray about it. Pray about. It. Did you pray about it, Casey? You know, I come home and I go, Mom. She goes, Casey. I know. I know. <laughs> we already know. The Did answer. I pray about it? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I'm now I'm I'm back in that same position. Yeah. And I'm praying about it, and I know that in. Three months. When I listen back to maybe this podcast, yes, I'll go. Oh, look! No, now I'm doing uh, this show. Or yeah,
0: yeah. Know. Well, and it's true. And you've chosen a career, and you know, and you know, you know that you've chosen a career, and it's feast or famine. It's and you know, I come from a performer family too, and yeah, you do not know when the next job next mm-hmm. job is coming. At least for you, there are tours, typically speaking. So you know, for this amount of time, you are employed, but. Yeah. Yeah, there's just so many uncertain things, and it is, um, yeah. How does your faith come into that? That was that was a question. I I know you have a mom who is fervently praying yeah. at all times for you. So um, yeah,
1: it's it's it really is. Um, it can be scary to not know what's next, um, and so I have to do a lot of the time when you know I'm laying in bed, I have to just release everything, and I have a lot of friends that um, that are you know have have faith and um and go to church with me in new york and a lot that do not you know mm-hmm. when you get into the arts there are a lot of people that mm-hmm. just do not yeah, and they will them. make fun of this mm-hmm. spaghetti man the spaghetti they call him man. and uh it 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 tear i mean new, new york it, it just can be a a brutal world sometime but mm-hmm. i just have to keep you know praying and and um I, I think that I lead with a with a kind heart. So I, mm-hmm. I also, whatever I do, even if I'm doing retail work, which I'm going to go back to retail soon, and mm-hmm. that it's just going to be, um, I'm performing in some way. I'm making mm-hmm. someone laugh. Mm-hmm. If I'm selling, you know, athletic gear at Lululemon or...
0: Um, yeah. yeah, and that's the life of the performer, right? That's the life of, this is the life, right? But um, so... I didn't tell you I was going to ask this question, but I do have to ask the question. I know that people have told you because I know people that have told me like what do you think about Casey and ministry? I'm like, I know. It would be so awesome.
1: <laughs> I, is, that, is that the question? <laughs> That's
0: my question. What, what 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 thought have you ever put to that or <clears throat>
1: I actually put a lot of thought into it. I was dating someone in college. Okay. Um and we are hangouts would be sitting down and reading jesus's calling by uh sarah is it sarah young
0: oh my goodness yeah Yeah. okay
1: that's what we would do it was like our little uh how cute that we would watch the sunset but hang on what's the devotional of today and we would talk about it and and i mean i'm still she's married now
0: whatever but i
1: know yeah her Her no but we had long conversations about me and and using my comedy or using you mm-hmm. know that performance yeah. aspect and i watch dave sometimes and i I just get so i mean he, he really is a wonderful performer he is he really is doing the exact thing i was talking about with the god strings yeah. you know it's like yeah. here dave is just strumming yes and up up here god's doing those chords i mean he's he's yeah. a master he's at what very, he does very very, very good um and every every person that gets up in front of the con- congregation that speaks um they have like you when you do yours uh your your sermons too it it takes courage and it takes that that uh preparation that it takes an actor and
0: mm-hmm. yeah so i
1: i have thought about it um i don't know where i want to be right now in life with mm-hmm. performing do mm-hmm. i want to go back do i want to teach do mm-hmm. i want to you know yeah. look into grad school um so I just take it one step at a time, but that my, that thought has crossed my mind. Mm-hmm. She even told me. She said, um, uh, "You should you should write a book about it." And I said, "Well, what am I going to write about?" And she was like, "Just write about your uh, your stories." And and so I would I I would I would. Now, who sit. told you that? This? this is my You're, this is the, the girl I was that talking, we're not talking to
0: talking about because she didn't. Yeah, got you, well, I yeah. just don't want to use names, but <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. she really is, she's a wonderful person. Yeah, but yeah. um and so she's uh, she said so. I would I would lay in the bathtub. And I would press record on my phone and I would just talk and I would like be like, this is going to be the start of my book and my book's title. And I think I might have stole this from Alison Dunkerley. So I want to give her credit. Mm. But my memoir would be um, it would be called uh, Casey Andrews, Jesus's Favorite
0: oh but I, that's a that's, that's definitely
1: we're changing it we're changing it because i'm not I'm, I'm we're all you know we're all god's right, children right, right. we're but, all favorites yeah we're all favorites and but i i break this joke all the time I'm, i just i just worry that when i get to heaven i will the gates will open and i'll go oh my gosh it's so beautiful and i get to the secretary and i ding the bell ding and out walks my mom. And she goes, hi, welcome to heaven. How can I help you? And I say, oh, I'm so, so sorry. I think I have the wrong room.
0: <laughs> Casey, <laughs> you're missing your calling. Come on. <laughs> yeah, baby. I,
1: I, I thought about doing, um, there's churches in, in the city that are, they just have uh, speakers almost. Yeah. So it's not like you are a minister mm-hmm. or or that like you don't have a church that you're said yeah. to but you yeah. go around and you do speeches TED talks you know yeah yeah two people
0: I'd love to well I'm just I'm not giving up on this because okay. I I just think that you have so many gifts there and such a great and you're captivating and and um you've just yeah you've you're you're come from a family where it's just you it's You've marinated in it for all of your years.
1: Oh yeah, lots of marinating.
0: And so, speaking of that, tell me about your siblings because y'all are pretty different. Oh my
1: goodness, I can't believe I did bring up my no, brother we and sister. There. So they, we, we were. I was listening to my mom and dad's podcast, and and I went, my gosh, they didn't mention us once. They mentioned me. They mentioned the middle child, who's now twenty seven. Well, at that time, twenty six. And I was, was like,
0: that should not be named. <laughs> well, so my
1: sister texted my mom last night and goes, uh, "So what? Like, do you have any other kids? Like, what about us?" Which I I was so happy they didn't talk about me. Here I am talking about every single person. Um, but my brother and sister. Ethan Andrews and Allie Andrews. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. We mentioned their names.
0: Oh, come on. And yeah. I so Allie was had moved on before me. I got to spend time with Ethan, the youth group. So Ethan's who I know the most. And I just adore Ethan and just a kind gentle spirit person and
1: hilarious
0: hilarious
1: Ethan's hilarious the funniest guy I know
0: yeah and he would say things be, but you got to be sitting close yeah right if you're just at first it took me a minute to realize I'm like oh yeah he's making funnies over here okay
1: yeah Ethan is he is my I mean I've, my sister is wonderful I love her but Ethan is my brother my favorite person in the world mm-hmm. and so and my sister of course but yeah. Ethan I'm telling you the funniest guy and um they both have wonderful kind hearts we're we're a close very family close. Yeah. like uh, probably just like Giovanni and, yes. and, and Louis. and
0: yeah it's be- so talk about just their careers like because you guys have taken very different paths all of you
1: yes Allie is an occupational therapist mm-hmm. she lives in Fort Collins Colorado uh she's helping people mm-hmm. Ethan is in he's a geologist mm-hmm. in uh, Fresno California uh he does a lot of water research and um water management. Mm-hmm. He'll probably school me on that and say, No, it's not called water management, but he's helping people. He helps farmers mm-hmm. out there and, and lots yeah. of uh wine um wine companies. So he's helping all of us. So then. he's helping all <laughs> of us. Thank you, yes. Ethan. <laughs> yes, and uh, and then there's me the the performer. Yeah. 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 So we all we all use our um fun personalities in our jobs. But, um, and we get together every year, like this year, they all came to see me in Paddington and Seattle and they support me no matter what, mm-hmm. you know, we call each other all the time. Um,
0: I, it's funny because when you guys get together, you do like, just like awesome, like silly videos and dance, like you it just must be like an explosion of just creativity. And so it's like too much talent in one space first of all how is that well there's a
1: lot of directors too so you know there's a lot of to get to like we have our thanksgiving video that we created that everyone had their own ideas and you know there's a lot of cooks in that kitchen and um (laughs) i always tell my mom you know when she's teaching me how to cook i'm like just put it in a book i'll read it (laughs) i'll read it another day right yeah but yeah yeah
0: so um are you, so you, Casey, middle child, would you say you're more like your mom or your dad, or what parts of each parent have you taken?
1: I'm, I'm Brandy, I'm my mom through and through, and um, I've got my dad's sensitivity. Yeah. Um, when I, like if I ever perform and I look out and see him in the audience and he's choking up, I lose it. you know. Aww. So I think I have my dad's sensitive heart, and my mom and I are just we're so similar, mm-hmm. and um, her mom, my grandma, um, Pat rap nana Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we're we're we all three and there was one time i i was like mom i I think we were we were getting in a little argument and i was like mom it's just because we're so similar she goes casey we are not similar and then like three days pass and she's like we're very similar Mm -hmm. you know we're we 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 really are so you know just the performing aside um we have the creative minds and And I think we've gotten to the point in our lives where now we help each other out. Like Mm -hmm. my mom and I will help each other Versus, you know, she's a costumer now at LVA, Mm -hmm. which is where I went for Mm -hmm. those four years. And she's been there now longer and um, eight years, 10 years. Uh And but now, you know, instead of. Oh, my mom's the costumer and I'm the performer. No, now it's a it, we've been you know helping each other a, mm-hmm. out a lot.
0: That's wonderful. Yeah, that's wonderful. So now, now with the your 27 year old eyes, you can look back and say, the hardest thing I put my parents through it was you get to.
1: Oh my goodness, that's the question. Yeah, I put my parents through a lot. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Julie, uh. I've put my parents through a lot, and probably listening to this will be the worst. No, um, <laughs> I think that it was the breakups. Oh, we, I think we it take was the those breakups. hard. We
0: take those hard because you know what? We get attached to your oh yeah other people that you bring home. Well, then. not
1: only that, but then you come home and you're like, you're a wreck. You start talking, you know, bad about them. They're like, well, she did this yeah. and this mm-hmm. and that, mm-hmm. and then you know they then they have to, you know, oh well, we don't like her now either. But <laughs> then you bring her around, and it's like, no, we're dating again, and they're like, what do you want me to do? Yeah, do you what do you what? Yeah, but last night you we were on the couch crying your mm-hmm. eyes out today. Mm-hmm. So. I think that they've lived a long life, so they have these life experiences that mm-hmm. they can help me through. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, so it's when you do reach that point. And with my own kids, it's like when they look back and like, oh, that thing I did? Yeah, sorry, mom. Mm-hmm. And yeah, oh, it turns out you were right about that, you know, but it takes a while to, to get there. But um, so then I, I got to say, obviously, you were – your mom – if you were not aware, your, your parents would have always made you aware of God's presence, you know, I think they were probably all along the way like, oh see, this is this is where God showed up and this is look what God is doing. Yes, um, all so the time. I'm sure, I know because I love your parents and that's that's what they would there's, do. There's
1: a great photo I have where we were hiking in um, I think it was Sedona, and my mom is just walking with her arms up and she's just like twisting back and forth and we're like, "What are you doing, mom?" She was like, everyone just – what did she say? I should uh, – I have to call Allie and ask. But it was like, thank you, God. Thank you, God. And we just were walking this entire um, – because all the mountain – I mean, it was so beautiful there. Mm-hmm. And we were just screaming, thank you, God. And it just, <laughs> it's Doing a great branding. photo. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I love that, that um, always giving glory to God. But at some point, you know, when kids – and this is why I've always loved working with young people is um, I – I I like the youth age cuz as children whatever their faith is it's their parents faith and then there comes this time they come in at junior high and what they're saying is really their parents mm-hmm. faith and then you know they get to high school and they start to develop their own kind of faith ideas and then they leave the house and then you're like may the force be with you like you know so so now how did you find your own faith
1: Julie, you're so great with these questions. Wow. <laughs> I definitely, high school and college, um, started pushing away. I think it was mainly junior and senior year of high school. Mm-hmm. I stopped coming to church. I wouldn't go to youth group. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even get out of bed. I still, sometimes it's hard for me to get out of mm-hmm. bed. But um, yeah. I, I became very depressed and I pushed away from faith a mm-hmm. lot. Mm-hmm. Um, college... I was the same way freshman year, and then when my grandma passed away, it was, it was you know, it was horrible. But at the, I also think that was the closest I was to Christ, too, when my grandma passed away, because I started feeling these, in, just kind of, these feelings that were different. Well, like, you know, chills down my... Ugh. Anyway, no, t- they, they were yeah, just chills, you know, wonderful, wonderful feelings and, and tears and emotions and you know, laughter. I laugh a lot when I'm uncomfortable, and um, laughter is my favorite medicine. And uh, I started singing my sophomore year in the church choir there at the Methodist Church mm-hmm. um, in Oklahoma City, mm-hmm. and that is when I started going for myself. I think, yeah, um, I was getting paid to sing at the church, but mm-hmm. I still was there. Um mm-hmm. and you could have
0: gotten paid other places to go sing. So you chose Exactly, church. So, I chose yeah, church. And sure.
1: they um and then I met these these girls. There was one that was Catholic and I bought this book called Catholicism for Dummies. At a, I, I, oh really? I did and oh, I brought awesome. I brought it to China with me and my roommate was like, no way. It's not gonna work out. I was like, why? He was like, she's Catholic dude. I'm like so, and I, I get it now, um, but, uh, well, I got back from China, and it did not work out. Mm-hmm. She left me. She's married now, too. Mm. Um, but then I but then I met that other person who, with the Jesus is calling, and we really did share this together, but mm-hmm. she questioned me on a lot of things with my faith.
0: Oh, that's good for you.
1: She really did. Mm-hmm. And it was um, some questions it was like, you know, in the beginning, it was like, well, what does she want to hear? Mm-hmm. But, but then I was like, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. Let me answer truthfully. Yeah. And I, I found out a lot about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I found out a lot about my faith. Mm. Um, and I still have, you know, struggles here and there. But mm-hmm. I, I always go back to, um, I, I always get brought back mm-hmm. to, to the church and to yeah. God. And, yeah. Yeah. I know I, he's always in my heart. Yeah. My mom always says, God is love. God is love. God is she,
0: and she's never wrong. And she's not
1: wrong. Yeah. she's not wrong. That's why when I see so much hate in the world, I'm like, God, it yeah is love. In the name of God, people yeah. that
0: do the hateful things, nothing makes me madder than that. Yeah, doing doing hateful things in the name of God. Yeah, is is it's a it's offensive. Um. So then, uh, do you have a scripture or a prayer that carries you that carries you through, or that? What's a go to for you?
1: Well, I do love, I do love the story of Sarah and Isaac just because of laughter, but yes, I, th- I think the um, verse is, it's in Genesis, the Old Testament, mm-hmm. and it's, um, God brought me laughter. Yes. Laughter meaning Isaac. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and those who hear this story will also laugh, or something bring like that. Bring you, laughter to, yeah, exactly. Do you know it?
0: Yeah, because it because of the age, because like there's is so that she would be having a child. At she was ninety point.
1: years old, yeah. right? So
0: like that's that's funny,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah. I I love laughter. But the, I I think something that really does move me is song. And if I had to pick my favorite song or hymn, yes, that would be "How Great Thou Art." Oh yeah, you know when you yeah. listen to those verses that end with oh the chorus. Yeah. How great thou art how great thou art. Yeah. That's I mean and it's awesome. so funny be, it's not funny but well I love funny. Yeah, it's funny. Then sings my soul then sings my soul. You know, it could have been he shouts this. He he they exclaim it, they mm. uh it could have been yeah. anything, but it's no, it's then sings my soul my savior god to thee. How great thou art.
0: That's yeah, so, so amazing. I, I, that's
1: one of my favorites. And I sang that recently with at phyllis's church in pahrump
0: oh i heard you were so great i know i couldn't go i yeah. hope
1: i can sing it here yeah but we'll see
0: so i gotta ask what's next so you're 27
1: i'm 27 i um i have auditioned for things you, you, that's the, the sad part is like you will hear a yes but you won't ever hear your nose i
0: think that's so rude
1: and i know one don't you want to email just being like hey we're going in a different direction yes but you won't even get that rude um so I've sent in things. I think this summer I'm, I'm moving back to New York for a few months. I'm going to live with a friend and work retail, audition out there, see shows out there. Um, in S- September I have a show coming up. It's a, Around the World in 80 Days. I'm playing Phineas. Oh, cool. But, uh, so we'll see. I, I don't know what's next, but I'm going to pray about it, pray about it, mm-hmm. pray about it, and then you're pray out. about it.
0: What's your favorite that you've done so far? Favorite post-high school of the shows that you've done?
1: So I was in Paw Patrol, I was in Golden Girls, and I was in Paddington. And I gotta say, the shows themselves, I don't know if I can say they were my favorite, any Mm -hmm. of them were my favorite, Mm -hmm. but the places we got to go have been amazing. Like, Paw Patrol brought me to Alaska, um, got to go to Denali National Park, and cool we um it also brings me to family with paddington i saw almost every single family member extended family member of my father's side so
0: cool um
1: stayed with them um i've been i've performed in every single state except for i think south dakota okay that's um, awesome and we were supposed to perform in canada but that was canceled um with covid covid yeah uh yeah so i i think that it's not what's which was my favorite to perform it was you know where it brought me Mm -hmm. and um the people i met Mm -hmm. on the shows my Paw patrol friends i still keep in touch with and um
0: now now Paw patrol this is after my kids but i know it's a big deal because whatever my you know grand nieces and whatever and but um so you were the bad guy i
1: was yeah what was
0: was that like to be i just what was that like
1: so it's so funny all the roles i've played post-college are like the bad guys or the old woman like in <laughs> golden girls i played dorothy mm-hmm. and you know she um but she's she's kind of a bad guy in her own way uh, right blanche blanche would agree but um <laughs> with humdinger it, it was weird being a villain yeah there yeah. was one time in texas i think it was in um amarillo texas mm-hmm. and we were performing in a um we performed in big arenas sometimes, yeah. like hockey arenas, and then we would perform in beautiful theaters. But we were in a, a, an arena, and this kid gets up on his chair and he screams, "I hate you!"
0: Oh my gosh! Because
1: i I was going, ah, 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 let's go get the pirate parrot, and I, so I, I'm going to get the parrot right, and I capture him in a net, and I was, I was evil. But Nickelodeon, or am I allowed to talk about Nickelodeon? I think so. Okay. Nickelodeon told me I'm, I'm not allowed to um, be evil. I have to be, I, I have to, I'm just making the dog's lives more difficult. So, oh, okay. So I, I, I'm not a bad person. But I, w- I was backstage and I'm putting my octopus on my head and I'm about to get in the barrel and I'm, I'm, I'm sitting in the barrel and I'm going, oh, this is life. I'm sitting in a barrel with an octopus on my head and a kid just screamed that he hates me. Yeah. I'm doing my job right. So, I, you know, that's like, if, if he hates the villain, I'm like, I'm doing it right. I
0: also feel like there's a whole chapter like sitting on a barrel with an octopus on your head. Yeah. yeah.
1: Sitting on a barrel with an octopus. Yep. That's a chapter in my book, mm-hmm. Jesus' favorite.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very good. Well, um, I, I, you know, I would love to hear so much more. I, I, of course, I'm friends with your mom, so I get to hear little bits and snippets. snippets. And of course, your parents are so so proud of you as they should be. And when uh, people, when you come in, in between gigs or whatever, and you walk into the church, you do see people's faces just light up that, that you are there. So that's, it's a wonderful thing. And I'm, I'm grateful that you continue to come home and open invitation to camp at all times. So anytime (laughs) you want to come home to Potosi, it's, it's there for you. And, um, I just, I thank you for the work that you do. And, and, and you, you're you out there doing your thing, but you're also, you know, the light of Christ is shining through you um, because that's that's who you are. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's beautiful, like just saying a couple of weeks ago, hey, guys, let's circle together and pray. And you never know. I, I asked you if you considered a life of ministry, but you are continuing to be in ministry.
1: In a way. We, with Golden Girls, I remember there was this one, um, atheist. The the girl that was playing Rose was atheist, and mm-hmm. and we were talking one day, and I and she was just really distraught. Where were we? We were somewhere in North Carolina, and um and I just said, well, just what would Jesus do? Just think about that. And she's like, Casey, I'm like, just think about it. And she wrote me this long letter, and she was like, you know, I, it was such a wonderful conversation with you, and I thought about it for a long time, and and it doesn't even need to be like what would Jesus do but you know what would you know it doesn't have to be that i can think about other things you know i can i can put it out into the universe i don't have to make it about and i was like yeah that's that's right but and she was like but also your um just your ability to live the life without fear um of talking about christ in yeah. that presence of yeah. the golden girls crew was um inspiring too because I mean it's when you're in the performing arts it's very yeah it's uncommon to find people yeah that um yeah
0: yeah that's very very true so that that's so cool and that's cool that she would take the time to to share that with yeah, you Yeah, to
1: write me and I know you said one thing about the congregation seeing me but I want to say that it's wonderful seeing the congregation too yeah because they I mean everyone since being here for 27 years Everyone has, you know, been a part of my life. Yes. And, you know I mean I can I can list everyone, but then I would I, I would forget one person right. and be I would get in trouble. But uh, it it does bring a joy to walk around even the old what do you call this new this old building the, the multi purpose room over the here. Multipurpose the, room. The old building here. The old building. Yeah. Walking around here and just like right now we're in the old choir room. I remember having choir rehearsal in here and mm-hmm. I remember I, I just remember Jamie doing farting jokes and <laughs> yeah. and the funniest things and everyone yeah. has been a part of my life here yeah. and it's and they still are. Yeah. Like uh like Patty Blumstrom still trying to help me and Jennifer Lopper all the way in Florida oh, helping me out and them. um and now new people like Jake and Jody mm-hmm. who are um part of the church. Well, Jody's been with the church for a while, but with these new friends that um mm-hmm. are part of my life. It's it's um it's a wonderful thing. Yeah. So and, pay and it, forward, pay yeah, it forward. Yeah.
0: And you've been here long enough to, they've watched you grow up, but you have also watched many people here grow and mature. And, and you've lost, you've watched people pass away too, that mm-hmm. I know. Um, so. Um, it just, yeah, you bring a, you bring such joy when you come, and I know from up there when you're in the choir loft looking down, you you can see the joy on their faces, which is cool. Which brings me to my last question, only because the next time I preach, which is an, is in April, which is a terrifying experience for me. Um, it is, it, the topic is joy in all circumstances. And so because this is where my mind is at, is like, oh, joy in all circumstances. Um, how do you speak to having joy in all circumstances in your life? It's not about this outward being happy because things are great. Like, you know, how do you, how do, you do that? Aside from acting it, you can act that because you're a very, very good actor. You can, you can act that outward joy. But how do you, how do you maintain that inward joy?
1: Wow. Yeah. I mean, you just, <laughs> in a way you read me because it is true. I am an actor. I, I, I do like right now. Who knows? Is this really Casey talking to you? I no,
0: I don't know. Cause you're so good, no, Casey. No. Oh, thank <laughs> you. no, it's um,
1: mm-hmm. per, being on a stage. It really is. I'm When I'm doing something, you know, the other day, my mom was like, I was like, why am I, why, why am I so sad? Why can't I do? And she goes, Casey, you just need to have something to do. And so these last few days, I've Given myself something to do. Oh, good. Um, today I, I went to the gym. I had a podcast meeting. See, I uh, I got a job interview tomorrow morning lined up. I um I have my health insurance hopefully figured all out. Uh, and so that when I'm doing things, I think I have joy in my heart. Um, but then I take a break and I have to go on walks, and mm-hmm. that's when I listen to music and and talk with my dad. Talking with my dad can bring me a lot of joy too. Mm-hmm. Mom too.
0: Yeah, yeah. But your dad's the mellow. But he really yeah. kind of calming. Yeah. But okay. in
1: all of those moments, you know, mm-hmm. the the conversation still like the music is still um you know, it's still, it's all joyful.
0: So even when you are going through difficult times, there you can find music and people and confiding in that can that can keep you going.
1: Yeah. And also watching people perform. I just saw a show at the Smith Center on Sunday, um, Mean Girls. Oh, yeah. And I walked out, and I had this feeling inside that was a euphoric feeling. And, you know, watching people do what they love can make me so joyful,
0: too. Oh, and I thank you for that. And that's why you would also be a great teacher, so... Um, Casey, we could go on and on, uh, I would like to go on and on, but, um, I, I thank you for coming and for being here, um, for sharing a little bit about, uh, your, your story here at Desert Spring and just, just, I, you know, I know that there's, the story is still being written and so we all look forward to, to seeing where that goes.
1: Now, Julie, if you do not want to post this one, that is so fine.
0: It is so happening.
1: All right. Well, then I, um. I hope you all had a wonderful time listening. Uh, the story is still being written. Thank you so much, Julie. Yeah. I, I really, I. the first five minutes I was nervous, but then you really, I just looked in your oh. eyes and we just kept going. It's and it's really fun. great.
0: God bless you. Well, I'm going to close this in prayer. Gracious, loving God, we, we thank you for the wonderful life that uh, Casey has and for all the people that... Uh, have made him who he is today. Um, we thank you for his beautiful parents and siblings, for and for Desert Spring, for the people of the church who have brought him along, uh, and the people that you've put in his life. We thank you for um, just uh, the ministry that uh, he's a part of, even um, when that's not what he's what he's uh, there for. That he finds ways to let your light shine through through all that he does. We thank you for uh, just the recognition that. Uh, you are present all along the journey and for the joy that, uh, that, that Casey's able to have and, and the joy that he gives those who he comes in contact with. Um, just We continue to bless, uh, ask for your blessings for him in, in, in the next chapters and where things go. And we know that, uh, all, that um, all that he does will bring, will bring glory to you. And so uh, just put those opportunities in front of him and the people Uh, that would take him to the next place that uh, you would have him to go. Uh, And we just give uh, thanks for all good things that come from you. Amen.
1: Amen.